Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by and joining us. We have a fantastic young man on the program this evening. He hails from Texas Tech, the Red Raiders team captain, standout offensive lineman, Weston Wright. He's also working on his engineering degree, so he definitely personifies what it means to have both brains and brawn. Weston, welcome to the program, my friend. How's this afternoon treating you? Oh, man, I had a great workout today and uh, got a lot done for my uh, engineering project and uh, had a great day and looking forward to a great weekend. And uh, we, we, were, we were talking briefly before going live, and you said being able to juggle football and classes kinda, kind of has helped you prepare for this because not only are you, you know, you're doing offensive line drills, you're, also, you're doing strength training, and you're finishing up that engineering degree. Uh, just kind of take us through a typical day for Weston Wright as he pre- prepares for the 2023 NFL draft. Yeah, so, I mean, typically these days uh, I try to get up around 6.30, and once I'm up I, um, you know, shower, brush my teeth, getting up in the morning. But after that I pack my workout bag, <laughs> I pack my school bag, prepare my uh, my two lunches for the day, and then I'm typically out the door. Uh, I prepare breakfast, which is a uh, protein shake, carbs. Uh, I, I've got a nutritionist, and I'm just now starting to get into this whole meal prep thing. So that's a, a new dynamic I've had to take on. But uh, throw all <laughs> your meals in the bag. And so I'm walking out of here with a full pack on me, it's like 30, 40 pounds worth of stuff. And I'm going to, to work in a machine shop in the morning to work on my uh, engineering project. And then uh, classes all the way till about one to uh, two in the day, and then straight after that, I go to the facility and I get started on uh, my lifts or whatever I have going for the day. And I typically end with a with a run, and then uh, back home. And once I've done the back home, you know, it's just making dinner, prepping for the next day, uh, homework, and try to get in bed by ten, ten thirty ish, get some good sleep for the, to get uh, be prepared for the next day. <laughs> That's an exhausting day. God bless you, Weston. Uh, you're definitely earning it as you build towards this uh, career in the next level. So I always like to rewind it all the way back towards the Pop Warner Pee Wee days. Um, were you always the bigger, better athlete, or did it take some time for not only you to grow into that frame, but also you to kind of separate yourself from the others? Oh, man. I mean, to, to put it in context, I was like six one, two forty in the sixth grade. So wow, I was always that big. Yeah, I was a pretty big kid, and that was the very first year that I got to play. It was a uh, it was padded football called CFPO. I don't know if they still do it. I, there's different terms now, but uh, I played in that. And it was funny because I was uh, I was apparently like the first overall pick for that little team. Never played football before. My first time doing it, and it was like a it was a kind of a situation of looks like Tarzan plays like Jane, you know. 
just a, a big <laughs> soft kid. And then, uh, you know, it, the, the years went on. I played it more, and I'd say it was definitely in high school where it, it really occurred to me, that, like, hey, uh, you actually have a shot. And so, I mean, it, I've always been the big kid, and I've always been the big guy on campus, and it was just uh, – it took a, a, some injuries to happen to me and some other things in my life to, for me to really double down on football and realize that this is what I wanted. Nice. And, and, and I'm curious, uh, could you elaborate on that? Like, it's kind of – I mean, did those injuries kind of really help you? Uh, I guess, did you – did it help you realize how much you missed the game? Kind of what went into that? Well, I mean – so my, my freshman year, uh, I played normal, you know, freshman football. You're separate from the rest, rest of high school. Uh, so you don't even have an opportunity to make varsity or J, uh, JV. But going into my sophomore year, they just saw how big I was. Go ahead and threw me on varsity. And I was a hard worker, you know. My, it was instilled in me. But, like, the, one of the last workouts of the summer, I uh, pulled my hamstring real bad or maybe it was, a, like, a tiny tear or something. But basically – it prevented me from going through all the fall camp and prevented me from going through uh, uh, pretty much the whole season. I was injured the whole season. And I, I remember, I mean, I even had a lot of teammates doubting my ability because nobody likes to be, you know, I was 6'5", 290 as a sophomore, you know, and everybody's kind of looking at me like, you're this big kid, why aren't you playing? And I, it really taught me how much, one, being injured really sucks, but uh, two, like how much it meant to me because I had had, I even had a, a teammate kind of tell me, like, you'll never go D1, and that that stuck with me. So, uh, yeah, after I, I, I had had that happen, I went ahead and uh, trained the next year, and I, I went into fall camp, and the coach didn't even trust me to put me on the starters whenever I was this – I had grown an inch and gained 10 pounds. I was 6'6", 300 pounds, and I was this big guy. And then uh, the after the first game, I got put in, and I, I – I absolutely killed it, and from then on, they couldn't keep me off the field. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Once again, Weston Wright, the standout Red Raiders offensive lineman here on the C2P, going way back when to when he was going through his path. And I'm glad you brought that up, the high school ass. I, I do uh, some high school podcasts with our local high school year here. We we interview the kids, and uh, there's there's it's a game of football. There's obviously guys that hurt, and and. Uh, you know, talking to college kids, talking to pro players, but those high school kids, it, it really seems like it hits home because it's just a small window. If you're fortunate enough to play college, it's great. If you're fortunate enough to play pro as well. But for a lot of these guys, this is their only opportunity. So for you coming out, did uh, Texas Tech, uh, how did you know you wanted to be a Red Raider? I guess that's what it is. I'm sure other schools wanted and were, glam- you know, clamoring to get you on their team. But how did you know that this was your best fit? Uh, so really it came down to, to tech because one, uh, my high school was fortunate enough to have had, but Kingsbury, he went to, he went to my high school and he knew some of my teachers and, uh, so on and so forth. And actually his father had, was a coach previously at New Braunfels high school. Um, and just through some connections, there was apparently a time whenever our AD said, Hey, come check this kid out. Uh, we we had a big one, and, you know, they sent out the O-line coach, and he liked what he saw, and uh, I'm getting an, an, a scholarship offer, funny enough, on my birthday, my, my junior year. It was uh, just an absolutely incredible uh, moment, and I think a month later I went ahead and committed, and 
I mean, to to me, it was just down because I was deciding whether or not I wanted to play big ball, but I also had a, a scholarship to Rice University, and so it was like a, a debate of do I want to go for that great degree, you know, I mean, because Rice, you know, just absolutely stellar huh. uh, uh, yeah. school there. Academic-wise, uh, Rice is fabulous, yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, do I want to go play for Cliff Kingsbury, a Power 5 program, putting together something special? And it came down to tech, and I really wanted to have that opportunity. And so, uh, not to mention, I fell in love with this place. It's an absolutely gorgeous campus and a great community. So, uh, I've not, never regretted that decision. Wonderful. Uh, now, this is your show. We do know NFL personnel listen in. Uh what do you think they're going to love about you? I like to say that these are your hallmark home run abilities that are going to just pop off the tape. So when they look at you, these are the qualities that are they're going to want to bring you aboard that 53-man roster. I think that uh, some of my best ability is uh, just that ability to be big and win, win the line of scrimmage. I mean, man, when my hand's in the dirt and I'm coming off the ball, uh, it was really – pounded into me during my college career, especially a couple of years where we were really relying on the run game, that you need to win the line of scrimmage if you want to create those gaps and create those opportunities for long plays. And I think that, that my ability to get hands on a guy, and then once I have my hands on him, he's not going anywhere and just lock him up, is, is the best one I have. <laughs> Excellent. How about this one? What goes unnoticed? Um, we know you're a team captain, but you could also be a weight room warrior, a film junkie, great in the community. Uh, you mentioned the run game. It could have been other aspects of the offense that they didn't ask you to do in terms of pulling or getting upfield. Uh, what are some of the things that these scouts need to know that they may not necessarily see on film, Weston, but it's something that can really help you moving forward? I think that, honestly, this is my, my greatest strength in general is just how passionate and how, you know, involved I am in the sport because it, it – you know, whenever I got to this, and it, once I, I, I were in season or something, it's hard for me to get away from football. I'm, I'm just so invested in it. And so you'll see me watching film, I mean, right after the game, coming back and then getting in the, the film room and, and just dissecting stuff or getting in there as soon as I can to try to get started on the next tape. And, I mean, as far as strength and conditioning goes, I, I've actually won a couple uh, strength and conditioning awards uh, as a Red Raider, and it was – uh, you know, I have a passion for keeping my body in shape and being prepared, and I, I absolutely love the basically the whole preparation going into the game. And then, man, whenever everything lines up within the game because of your preparation, that's one of the most rewarding experiences that I I have. Ah, I love it. Now, listen, I wish I could say I've seen you play snap after snap. I, I wish I could say that. So I have to ask you personally. Uh, if I threw the binoculars on you and I'm watching you do your thing, uh, are you that nasty, you know, what type of lineman? I mean, if, you know, the play's going off to the left and you're pushing your guy off to the right, are, are you that guy that has that extracurricular activity, as I like to say? Man, it really – so I think it reflects kind of on a like the offense that we're in. So, I mean, I've, I've been a part of an air raid offense pretty much my entire, uh, you know, college career. And – You'll see, I mean, I think last year's uh, season, so 2021 season, we kind of slowed things down and we're a little bit more of a, of a you know, huddle and go type of team. And definitely then I was just, uh, you know, I was grabbing on to people and pushing for as long as I could and trying to, you know, bury them. 
And then this year, I mean, it was all about tempo, speed. You, you get your block, you get them out of the way, and if you can keep them going, keep them going. If not, you're running to the next uh, next spot on the ball, and you're getting ready for the next play. Excellent. I'm glad we brought that up. Uh, so it shows a lot of versatility, a change of uh, what they were doing offensively, and uh, kind of, that just kind of helps you uh, just have a more versatility in your game. Weston, this went so quick, and I appreciate your time tonight, but before we let you go, we call it three and out. There are a few off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with some of those? Let's do it. All right. Now, it uh, could be anybody on that Red Raider coaching staff. What coach has the biggest pet peeve? An absolute no-no during practice if you get caught doing it or your teammates or the team get caught doing it, you might all catch a little bit of hell. Oh, man. Uh, good question. I think that the, I'll give you a funny story instead. Uh, it, it, it's thing. So every single time, Coach Hamby is my, my offensive line coach. He was a Red Raider. He had an opportunity for the league. You know, he's pretty well known. Um, every time it rains, uh, he makes us sit down in the rain and, and soak ourselves because he doesn't want us to be afraid of, of getting wet, you know. So every time uh, it's raining or even, even drizzling, he says, sit down. Uh, roll around and so we all get wet and kind of turfy and you get up and you, you kind of feel like you just got thrown into you know that that turf and that grit and you're ready to to you know just attack practice because you're already dirty um, um great great that's one of the best responses to that question i've heard oh that's a unique one that's a unique one it seems like a kind of boring question but we ask it because we get a different response years in particular has to be one of my favorites. I don't remember one that's uh, much better than that. How about this one? Uh, offensive linemen, you guys are usually the biggest guys on the team, so I assume you're the biggest eaters. Who was the biggest? Who had the biggest appetite out of all the Red Raider linemen, and what was one of the most impressive years that one of you guys have thrown down? Crap, man. I mean, you'll see some pretty impressive things. If we do like a Sunday brunch or something where we're, it, we've had breakfast before, uh, before scrimmages before where we all go to a coffee house or something, uh, a diner and we just throw down and man, it had to be, had to be one dude with like two burgers and some pancakes. And these weren't small burgers. It was like a five, five stack of pancakes. And I was pretty amazed or uh, honestly what's better uh, the night before game, sometimes guys would, before dinner, order DoorDash. And I had my roommate, won't say his name, put him on blast, but he ordered a whole, like, McDonald's, I think it was three triple triple cheeseburgers. And I was astounded. <laughs> I thought there was no way. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. And kind of sticking with the idea of food, uh, draft weekend, draft week, I assume you're going to be with family and friends awaiting to hear your name come off the board or find out where you're going to sign afterwards. With that said, who is the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have specifically made as you celebrate this next journey into the National Football League? Oh, man. I mean, my dad, he, he's been a, a grill guy his whole life. So, I mean, I grew up with ribs, brisket, and so on and so forth. But, I mean, he could create – make some mean ribs or some, honestly, he just started this is smoked salmon. He does it. He almost smokes oh. it like it's a it's chicken or something, but man, it takes an hour, hour to do. He does it perfectly. There's a crust on it. It's delicious. And honestly, with my new diet, that'll probably be what I'm throwing down. <laughs> I love it. Well, your dad's on the clock for smoked salmon and Weston, you are on the clock for the 2023 NFL draft. We always like to tell our guests, stay humble, 
stay hungry, be blessed, and we can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level and uh, continue success as you work towards that engineering degree, my friend. Thank you very much, Bo, and I hope you have a great evening. I will. Thank you. And get some rest. Once again, that is Weston Wright, the standout team captain from the Texas Tech Red Raiders, 42 games and one of the anchors of one of the most productive offenses in collegiate football. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.